Welcome to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates Podcast, episode 136, 136, 36 more than 100, 36 less than 172. Quick maths, baby. Mm, mm, run it. Get your calculators out. <laughs> I am your host, Ken Jones. Who we got in my box to the bottom? Morgan Jones. And we got somebody else, but we're going to tell you about that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, we're going to jump into these shout outs. We're going to shout out to the UK and Australia for being our top listening countries this week outside of these here United States. We're going to shout out to Davenport and Lake Bay for being our top listening city this week outside of Portland, Oregon. Shout out to our top listener this week. Mo, is that little Mo? Is that big Mo? Is that Mo Money Mo Problems? Or is it all of them? Who knows? Follow us next week for the answers. <laughs> for the update. <laughs> also, check out our sponsor, The Nine Brand, at The Nine, oop, the underscore I-X-B-R-A-N-D. I was going to say nine, but I had to remember it's the Roman numerals. Mm. You can find that on IG and the I-X-B-R-A-N-D dot C-O on the interwebs. Check out that website. You can follow us on the Instagrams. Follow us at Unrefined Sophisticates. Follow me, Can, at I Technically Can. And follow more at Portland Morgan. Make sure you like us, subscribe, review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us double on ton dress <laughs> now there's a third box that's in the building right now this man needs no introduction he is an enigma amongst beep oh i'll let y'all fill in that blank mm. man myth legend friend of the show friend of the show fam of the show Fam of the show. Fiance of a host. You know. Mr. Me. Morgan Jones. Hey. Yo, I was going to say, when you was like, you know, in, my, in the box to the, you, you know, you can move these boxes. I, I immediately, first thing I did was move the boxes around. I keep forgetting, you know. Is that super my immediate thought was, I don't know what boxes what your boxes are looking like like i don't know that i'm on the bottom oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, they got i have been using i don't know the zooms for this long and i have never attempted <laughs> to touch the box <laughs> with this pointer Bruh. that's tight i did it on accident one day it was like oh, oh. you thought he broke it <laughs> yeah i'm sure i broke it oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, oh, send in a request. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, it's great being back. Yes, tell the people show. right quick who you are for the for the people who may have just jumped on board and started mm. listening in here recently. Tell them a little bit about your sale. DJ Ambush, you mm -hmm. know, uh, mm -hmm. Philly, Philly and Portland right now. Mm. So 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 great to be here. Um, home, I love it. Head of the numbers, 96.7, career DJ. I've been at it for, man, 27 years now. Oh. Mm. I'm oh. old. You grown. Five mm -hmm. four. 
That's a real adult. Beyonce of Morg. You know okay, bars. Bars. Mm. Okay, bars. Mm. I, I, I came ready. I came ready. I see. Man. I'm not going to say it three times, but I came ready. So. <laughs> oh, uh. mm. Mm. I want to see what your rap paper looked like if you wrote that down. Uh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That when you said that can that made me think of um mom spaghetti and that <laughs> Lord. and real quick Eminem opened a restaurant called Mom Spaghetti. Yes. And he yeah. is selling spaghetti and spaghetti sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. that's for real? What kind of bread is it on though? Before I before I jump to a conclusion. I'm pretty sure is... it's just white bread. Oh. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, am I the only one that's like just like don't care like underwhelmed I'm underwhelmed because it's 2021 like if yeah. you made mom's spaghetti food cart you know 10 years ago right maybe I wouldn't be so underwhelmed but like do you think this is one of those things though that hits in Detroit yeah like I think it might yeah, he does. Detroit listeners. That's I what would, I was gonna say. Is no. that yeah, the, like I've I've heard other rappers that may not rock with M be like, yeah. well, anything he does out here, here even he though nationally it may not have any kind of impact and people ain't checking for it. When yeah. it's here, he can still sell out any venue. Still, whatever he does is is gospels. Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah. yeah. That's so wild. But well, I think, but is it, this is, this, this is something I've thought about with him. And I think about rock stars, how rock stars never, and rock stars are typically white. Like they fans don't, it don't get old to them. So I wonder if because of that being a huge demographic is usually the dirty white kids that mm-hmm. at least when growing, you know, coming through the time, like black people definitely liked him a lot too. But I'm just saying like his core fans was these rager white boys. And I feel like white culture, a lot of times they embrace their musical artists for a much longer period of time than the colors. Definitely, I feel okay. like that. I think that's true. But okay. I think with this, it's no more than just having a regional, a regional act, a hometown act for real, for that just can't fail. Yeah, uh, Chance could pull the same thing off. Slim Thug has his career has continued. Yeah, focus primarily locally, like. Master P did the same thing. A lot of artists can do this. And as long as they keep it, you know, home based, yeah, they can do the exact same thing. Do you think he could sell out? Do you think he would sell out a spot? Because I'm saying it in a sense of I feel like he can go to Seattle and still sell out the the stadium. Oh, Eminem? Yeah. 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 And so that's what I'm like. And so it reaches outside of, and that's going to my, like, Slim Thug ain't. Be able to yeah. sell out, but but I'm saying M Crystal could launch the mom spaghetti in any city, and they're just going to pop. Oh, up. right, but, like he was being very specific yeah. about. Okay, but but yeah, as far as I wonder, M is just is it is it a is it a whole restaurant restaurant? All I saw, I'm not sure. All I saw was like the a picture of the menu. Oh, the <laughs> so it was like, and it's it's a very limited. You know, um, it's like four or five items. It's like yeah, four or five items, and you can oh, get so he gonna water. kill it then. Like, like uh, it's like spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs, vegan. Yeah, it looks like it's like they're sandwich. they're trapping it out of a a window. You yeah, know what I mean? Okay, like it looks yeah, like a brick and mortar, but it's out uh, of a window. That's kind of icy. That's like and, Dick's uh, Burgers, where you ain't got a bunch of you ain't right. got a bunch of uh, options, but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like it's this is this is what kills me though. Spaghetti, flat out spaghetti, no meat, nine dollars. Okay. That's just pasta and sauce. And I feel yeah. like oh, that's wait, highway yeah. robbery. Very much. Spaghetti with meatballs, twelve dollars. Spaghetti with vegan meatballs, fourteen dollars. And that's I think called the rabbit because he's a vegan and uh. And then a sketty sandwich is like eleven dollars. So they charging you a dollar a slice for white bread. <laughs> ah, and he got all the e's backwards to let you know, Big Eminem. Exactly, exactly. Branding. I see. And then they sell pop and water, and pop is and pop is such a, a regional term. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it's super funny to me. But pop and water are the same amount of money, and they're three bucks. And I want. I want answers. <laughs> <laughs> is it bottled water? Is I it, mean, right. this is Detroit, Ooh. Michigan. I am absolute, oh. but I'm not going to do. You got yeah. mm, points have been made. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Those sweaty palms. Go get you some spaghetti from uh, his sweaty palms. There you go. <laughs> Somebody uh, posted it in the Facebook group that we're in. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm cool." <laughs> they were like, "Tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't go check it out if you wasn't." No, I wouldn't I'm check cool. it out. Yeah, I would. there's really no time. I don't know how y'all feel about spaghetti. The type of spaghetti I like is a very specific mm-hmm. spaghetti. Are you uh, meaning? It's uh, a very uh, carnivore-ish spaghetti. Oh, all of them, all the meats. multiple meats. Yes, you gotta have Where multiple. I'm gonna yeah. run out of noodles before I run out of meat. Yeah. Like that's so anything else of just you just made some noodles and threw some sauce on there. And then I'm really not even understanding the concept of that outside of toddlers. Like, I don't yeah. understand just eating. Or what do you mean? You just bought that like one little one pound it. thing of of mm. like uh, 74 percent fat <laughs> <laughs> hamburger, meat. <laughs> hamburger meat. Like, that's right. not enough. <laughs> that is not it's enough. Survival or <laughs> yeah, you don't get it's ground like beef making, and ground turkey is sauce. That's all you're doing. You're it got to be sauce. some some yeah. sausage in that thing. Yeah, Man, yeah. We yeah. definitely our spaghetti is uh, ground turkey and then uh, sausages, depending on yeah. whichever ones we do. But like a yeah. chicken or a turkey sausage in there. And that's the typically I go. Gra- I don't go ground turkey. I go ground. Um, <laughs> Ground sausage, it's ground sausage. So the the mm-hmm. oh. come in that same pack. I, but I'll use like a spicy one and then your regular Italian. Nice. Yeah, but it'd be it'd yeah. be lots of that up in that thing. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought his um, was like I, I go uh, ground veal. Right. I was waiting. Like, right. okay. I was about to get real fancy on us. Okay. Right. I see. So he's out here killing baby deers. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool. Right. Bambi <laughs> can get in the box. Got it. No. Okay. <laughs> I feel bad real quick. Okay. Uh, well, go. I was just gonna say, I wanna I wanna jump into Yo Gotti. Mm-hmm. Um because things that we never saw coming. I think we could have seen mom spaghetti coming. Okay. But you know for the I mean? people, because you just named Yo Gotti, what would people know Yo Gotti from? Snapchat me that <laughs> yeah. Filling the rest, right? There you yeah. go. Everybody yeah. knows that line. Okay. Yes. Uh, things we didn't see coming. He bought a soccer team, or he's a part of a part group owner. that he's right. a part owner in a league soccer, major league soccer. And we yes. all know, uh, at least here in Portland, where we only have uh, two professional, you know, sport ball teams. 
Um, <laughs> soccer is humongous. Yeah. And like, I remember the talk like 10 years ago. It was such a big deal. People were like, uh, we we want a um, major league baseball team here. And, yeah. and it was like a really big deal. And yeah. then then we, we got a soccer team. And it was this big split, right? Like people were like, whoa, WTF. Like they were so upset about it. Yeah, They got duped. duped. (laughs) But the Timbers, I mean, sold out, sold out. The Timbers army is like a a real big deal. I I ain't gonna lie. I was driving one of the the work trucks and one of the guys, um, it was a couple years back, but he had a Timber sticker on there and the amount of like little beeps I was getting on the freeway and stuff was like it's, in traffic like oh yeah it's Tim- a community t- timber strong yeah Tim- it's a Tim- community Tim- sure. too. yeah so like being a part owner we know team ownership is a big deal no matter what especially right. as a black person because they'd be yeah. shutting you out real yeah. fast yeah. Uh, yeah. no matter if you got the money or not we've <laughs> seen those stories too yeah but for him to get on ground level of ownership yeah. of a, a team is shaking it up with players yeah but what I found hilarious mm-hmm. was like the announcement video. Yeah. Because it followed him going into this into the uh stadium and like kicking a soccer ball and like as if he was a player. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just acquired him a little two two million dollar twenty year contract. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, wait, are you owning this or do you work concessions? What's going on? What? Yeah, what is part, this video? That part was definitely confusing to me too. I said, like, why are we watching this? Who's what's going on right now? And I just realized we forgot to uh, do our clink. Oh, uh, I know ambush is somewhere he can't do that, but. Oh, he said he'll be involved. I like it. I like it. <laughs> said I'll take it. Do I throw um, it at the camera? I don't know. And what, when, when I watched this story, I was immediately inspired. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is ownership. And we all got to start somewhere, right? Like, we know if you've listened to any of Yo Gotti's music, he started he started in, in, in the gang, a different type of gang. Mm. You know? He's been a team player. Different type of eight balls. <laughs> Back and forth, you know? Different uh, formations. If you yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, so that led me to think, like, I hit my team, mm. you know? The two people on this, this call right now with me. Mm. It's like, okay, we need to come together. It's and top. everybody got to start somewhere. And this is where people mess up. They think that they got to start at an elite high level. Major League Soccer, that's a, you know, that's going to take some capital. Yeah, big big capital. Big capital. So Facts. I'm trying to think, how can we get in on this? My suggestion, we start with a two-hand touch football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm in. I'm not mad at this. We need to name we we need to name the team. Yes. Uh and I'm I'm ready. I'm 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 yeah. looking to be an owner. Yeah. I know and nothing about uh this how you play this game. I yeah. rely solely on you. Yeah. You know, yeah. I play two hand touch. 
It's Not all anymore. the rules of football. There just ain't no tackling. No tackling. Just, just oh, that's it's, what it's, we It's right in. under flag. Okay. This is this is yeah. like at the oh, okay. base level before you get to flag football. It's yeah. two hand touch. That's what I used to play with my guy friends in the street when I was a kid. Yeah, is what you're telling me. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could recruit. <laughs> they were telling her uh, hide and go get it was called <laughs> two hand touch. <laughs> But I feel. I'm sorry. I'm. A, that's like, super funny. Like, see, we touch it with two hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> Yep, that's hilarious. It was like this ain't it. No, see, <laughs> like this or like this. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, we jump in the game. We get there. You feel me? Then we got to shoot the commercial though. Okay. That promo piece. We got to get okay. that promo piece. Uh, and I feel like that same dramatics. You know, we coming out the way he was dapping players up. We checking they they wrist to see like what is their how what is okay. that uh dexterity yeah you know I'm saying yeah. what's how, that articulation like right right yeah. with both hands because both hands got to touch so our, is one arm longer than the other we doing a little yeah. we pulling out <laughs> measuring tape ain't, ain't no measuring for, look no pit no, no yeah <laughs> none of that doubled up you know. And then we all give like a power high five in the middle and it's like a lot, nice little uh, 360 shot that's capturing us in the middle. You feel me? I'm feeling like we could be on to something. We just need a name. We need to yeah, come up with a name. Let me see. Listeners, uh, maybe we can get you engaged by giving a, a, a you help us with our name. Let me tell y'all okay. right now, don't, don't none of y'all come up with can't touch this. That's off limits listeners. Yeah. No, nah, that's 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 low hanging fruit. Yeah, that's a quick way to get laughed at. Yeah, yeah. don't do it. Mm-mm. Uh, you gotta come creative. Yo, gotta out here buying teams. We gotta, we gotta. And if y'all want to put up right quick, so we throwing this out. This is this, hey. we can we can come together as a collective, and we can just we can bypass the two hand touch and start a flag football. <laughs> if we get Ooh. enough here. And we can just start with the flag football team. So if you were considering giving any money to Dr. Umar Johnson mm-hmm. for any reason, mm-hmm. a school, a boot camp, or anything that he was <laughs> never going to do anything with the money, but keep it for himself. That's if you were considering giving him money, run that money to us. Can I say something? I do kind of want to know what uh, Dr. Umar's porn search history is. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to know. I can tell you. I feel like a lot could be learned. Clats women. It's just a bunch of white women. <laughs> and a lot of BBC. Okay, a lot of BBC. Because <laughs> that's the only time. It's never BBC when it's black on black. <laughs> nope. Which is hilarious. Yeah. It turns into a, a non... Yeah, it's just ebony. It's ebony sex. There it is. It's just ebony. It's you don't ebony. even need to big up the or make light or Good. highlight or anything. It's just like, oh, that's just them over there. That's them. <laughs> that's they them. doing it. Black <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Doctor Umar, if you want to present your search history, you want to you want to do what we used to. If you, if you would go live and press P 
or oh, yes. XXX onto your brows and let us see what populates. <laughs> we down for it. And we got to bring that back. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that was a good thing. It won't work with Am- yeah, like we can't do it. We've done it with ambush, I think. Yeah. And I, I think so. And if not, you've been on the show too many times. Like, it's you know, I mean, I ain't gonna clear the browser, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's what is, you know, I've learned that I need to start doing that because sometimes like especially on my phone i feel like it'd be holding on to stuff from a very long time ago <laughs> i'd be like this video has been removed for copyright infringement for like five years because i keep right. clicking it because that title is hidden <laughs> <laughs> you know what? now i remember we did have this conversation <laughs> like the first my first or second appearance yeah i, I definitely don't... remember okay because i was on i was and we this was a pre-covid I was definitely on the couch. Yeah. In in La Studio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I remember I was like That's uh, our casting couch. Yeah, I was oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it, but I left it. I, I was, left it. Unawares. Uh, <laughs> is that is that why that had, it had a curvature in it? it no, it, hey, it, hey, it hey, didn't, hey. It didn't sit hey. right on the couch. And you pulled a muscle. Uh but I remember saying like uh, y'all use incognito windows. Like you. Ah, <laughs> like, uh, I don't everything. I only I only use incognito windows when I'm actually doing work that I need to test something out and mm. be able to see what yeah, pops up and stuff. Yeah. 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 But nah, I don't mind being my regular. So if there was ever a time somebody needed to come work on something, <laughs> it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all see the type of time I be on. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, but, but definitely shout out to Yo Gotti, man. Because I mean, there are people that are going to be out there like, oh, he just a part owner. Oh, yeah, he just he right. Just, that footwork, he been watching. Okay, he was like, uh, uh. did a little shake him, did a little sidekick. Uh. <laughs> he gave him the shaking bait. Yeah, he gave him a little, uh, uh, a little uh, 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 stutter yeah, step. I was just about to say, you look like you're stutter step. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. <laughs> That's it. Old body That's be still. It. Just get your shoulders. That's it. Get the shoulder shimmy Woo! in, and you in the game, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know how to do this. <laughs> ah. You retired. Oh. <laughs> um. I was just in Seattle yesterday and I was hungry. Mm-hmm. Legitimately that thought happened. about sl- sliding through Dick's Burgers, which is a callback to something I said a little bit earlier in the show because mm-hmm. we all about the callbacks. You hear me? But um, I thought about that and then did see earlier this week that they are somehow paying people money to make hamburgers. <laughs> Shut up. Well, okay. First of all, Ken, I think you got to give the listeners a little bit more understanding about Dick's. Okay. Dick's is uh, Dick's is a big deal. It's a local uh, restaurant. Yes. Right? And it's it's a fast food spot. Fast food spot. It's a yeah. it's kind of like in and out in the way that you're yeah. only getting, you know, there's not a whole bunch of options. We're not giving you, you know, it's not even a dine-in. Steak factory kind of uh, menu. Uh, you, you get, get the burger. You get the burger. Things. Baddies, some cheese, right. no cheese. Yeah. And it's a walk-up uh, yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, yeah. go to the window. You don't get to sit down in there. There's tables outside, right? Some of them have little stands, of, yeah. but, but it's not. It's not You're not like hanging out there. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it's also it, if I remember correctly, you let me know. It's a it's pretty cheap. Yeah. Right. I, like I'd it, say like, yeah, like like three dollars, three dollars something for a burger, something like that. What? Yeah. Yeah. In today. Yeah. That's crazy. We, we somewhere in there. It might be like four eighty five. I might That's be still kind of wild. But still. Yeah. And and you won't wait more than like four minutes for any order. Have you guys? Uh, I know Ambush has seen it, but can have you seen the the movie about McDonald's with? Uh... Yes. Okay, so I I think of it sort of in the way of the beginning of McDonald's yes. uh, when they were just like really trying to perfect the way they did a burger, their fries. They had a very um, sort of technical way that they you know they they wrapped it a certain way. They put uh, X amount of ketchup on. You know, like there was a a big focus on quality control what was going out and, and um consistency oh i like that way better than quality control systems of consistency mm-hmm. yes um so that's what how i envision like dicks and those kind of like walk up uh burger joints yeah. yep and those are the kind of places that do have like really tasty food for a yeah. small amount of money <laughs> yeah uh, it's not focused, you know, they don't have a huge overhead. Um, it's the kind of place that you want to see succeed. It's the kind of place that you also think, I bet the people working there don't make that much money. Yeah. Because how could they? Because how right. could they? Right. Look how little they're selling their food for. Right. Right. You know, there's no service in the way of like I'm sitting there and you're bringing me food and bringing me drinks and coming back and checking on me and all of those things like to get a huge tip. Right. 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 So you you would assume one could mm-hmm. assume this is a minimum wage style job. Yeah. Um, and y'all know how I feel about minimum wage. I think that is uh, I don't. Tell me why you mad, son. Mm. <laughs> I, well, I think the idea of minimum wage is just based in just, yeah, you're based in exploitation. You're mm-hmm. based in how can I get more profits instead of making sure that these people can do this job and live. So it's also we've gone through years and years and years of different styles of propaganda based mm-hmm. it, around it. Mm-hmm. Like minimum wage is a a gap between, you know, um, skilled workers, and I'm using air quotes, skilled yes. workers and new to the workforce. Um, so somehow it made it okay in your brain that like a 16 year old getting a job and flipping burgers is it's okay that you pay them no money. <laughs> they shouldn't be making real money because they shouldn't make real money. Somebody else pays for their, you know, housing and yeah. someone else mm-hmm. pays for a lot of their food and they're taken care of. They're maybe on their parents insurance. They definitely don't need that. So this is just a part time job. Mm-hmm. and We don't even need to give you any sort of benefit. Really, what we, we you should be lucky that you have a job. Oh, opportunity. Oh, it's an opportunity. Let me pay you an exposure. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so minimum wage to me yeah, is a whole out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's major because that's definitely it. That's when someone let, let's let's beef up your resume. That's how you right. your resume. You're literally paying for exposure. And I've that's actually been told that, like, take these jobs to beef up your resume. Right. I know it doesn't pay a lot, but like you want your resume to be better. 
because the scam of work is that you have to have all this experience in order to make one dollar more than the person that doesn't have experience, but they won't hire you because you don't have experience. Like, you know, yeah. when you're a new worker, it's a, trying to be a new worker. It's a all of it's a scam. But anyway, I mean, there are some places like, you know, when I think of if you punch the biggest man in the room out and you're, you get known for that, mm -hmm. you know, you add that to your resume. People stop playing with you a certain type of way. Sure. Different kind of resume. It, it allows you into <laughs> different kind of resume. Different oh. kind of resume. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. If you punch somebody out in the in the job place, in the workplace, that's it's a different type of punch out. The way you got to punch somebody out in the hey, workplace. Hey, hey, with the card, punch out. You know, okay. It's just a little, it's a little mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. I'm just if if you do that, <laughs> that job anymore, and yeah, now yeah. you'll, you're be, out. you'll you're be out. You're out. Hopper, which uh, you know those recruiters don't like. So another level of the scam. But anyway, scam malicious. So for years we have been talking about um, how the minimum wage is uh, federally is too low. It's seven dollars and fifty cents, twenty-five cents, something like that. In today, <laughs> and I think about like I remember having a job that was minimum wage, uh, and at that time that was like seven twenty-five, and this job was like we we pay you eight fifty. Oh. It was like oh I'm up oh <laughs> I'm yeah. up and it's oh, stuck. Man. Obviously, what? upper echelon out here. Uh, Eight fifty, yes. Pants uh, don't talk to me like I'm normal, please. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> Thank you. But I remember getting that. I, I remember getting that job, and I remember being like, "Well, if minimum wage is seven twenty-five, what do they do in places like New York? <laughs> you know, or L.A. somewhere? You know." And this is years ago. You know, when I was a kid. But my thought was like, there are places where it costs so much money to live. How do people make how do they make it there? Right. And as a teen mind, I wasn't thinking about how, like, you know, once you're not getting minimum wage jobs, um, it's different. But as an adult, I know there's a lot of adults working minimum wage jobs, right? Two of them at once. Yeah. Or three, because, you know. So we've been having this debate for at least six, five, six years about a $15 minimum wage, maybe a couple longer. What? Than. But that would drive the economy. Well, what do you mean? Everything that we pay for would just Rent now will be $7. So much more money. And if if that guy making uh, flipping the burgers makes $15, then that means my quarter pounder is going to be $17. Like, right. I saw a, it was a post from Lil Duval. Uh -huh. Eyes ahead of time. Yes. Uh, trigger warning. I'm going to leave. Trigger warning. Exactly. <laughs> she does, and she it does, was uh, inside does. of a McDonald's where they had the kiosk. They started using the kiosks. Uh -huh. And uh, he was like, see, see, y'all complaining about minimum wage. I should go ahead and just get these jobs because when they raise minimum wage, this is what y'all gonna face. Y'all gonna get eliminated. You're gonna get replaced by robots. Just mm. stop complaining. About <laughs> I was just like, first off, I've never known. Stop you to complaining. Be, yeah, I've never known you to be an economist. First off, second uh, off, mm -hmm. this is not something that you have to worry about anymore. Oh, like oh what? Like you, you a little. You don't have to worry about having a minimum wage job. 
uh, Lil Duval. Like, people are paying you to make stupid songs. Like, you're good. Right. Um, but just the whole idea of someone at that level trying to enforce and, and celebrate and shame people, actually. Mm-hmm. Into wanting mm. better, but you you're, you're enforcing the the oppression and you're celebrating the oppression and shaming people into a position like, hey, just be happy where you are, just be grateful mm. that you could get man that you like, got something. Ain't white supremacy and uh, capitalism crazy? They just be doing the yeah. fool on us. Mm. When when all of a sudden you find yourself agreeing with the oppression of people, bruh, won't you take a pause? That's Slow the down. moment for you to take a pause. Slow down. Man. Hold on. Does this does this compute? Because <laughs> really, talking about a fifteen dollar minimum wage, and you know when we really started at nationally started talking about that was twenty, you know, fifteen, sixteen, yeah. and even then that wasn't enough. So in twenty twenty one, minimum wage needs to be twenty five dollars, and that's that's and I, that's not astronomical that right. still isn't a living wage in a lot of places and if people are or people are like what are you talking about then spend a moment and look at um we'll, we'll go to the coasts east coast west coastal cities states the cost of a one-bedroom apartment in right. any of these cities yep major cities up and down that line and what it takes to be able to because what is it? Rent is supposed to be how much of your your um, a third? A it's, third. It's supposed to not be more than a, more third, than a third of okay. your income. Right. So if we do the numbers, <laughs> if we run that up the numbers. <laughs> shout out to the show. If y'all haven't listened to Run Up the Numbers, you can catch that on Extra every Monday at eight a.m., two p.m., and eight p.m. Or yes, again, I look. I threw that all off. I had a script in front of me and was giving robots. Uh, with that though, doing it, it's 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 nuts, and I don't think that's something that's not looked at in 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 this idea that a minimum wage. If you're working a minimum wage job and somehow you're lazy or oh, yeah. you're not ambitious and doing yep. enough, as if your bootstraps, as if those hundred thousand dollar and up a year jobs are just hanging out. Um, They're just there for you to have. Yeah, and, and people were like, "What? <laughs> no, yeah, I won't treat, take." They treat that. them in ways like it's a phase that you're supposed yeah. to grow out of. No, that's yeah. exactly how it's presented to us. That's a part of the propaganda: is that yeah. um, we're in this some sort of merit-based society, and right. you're just, you know, going through the ranks, and you can you can climb that ladder, and you can go from minimum wage to being the CEO of this company, and you can make whatever the ceo makes that's sure. yeah that is that's the, a great way to paint that because there definitely is different skill sets right like, yeah so don't, don't throw me in having to do some now nasa calculations for how to land this i understand why you're making the money you're making right. for right. doing that right and i'm not trying but, to make that money for doing that job either right, right, right. but but it's this idea that any and everybody can again go from putting the carts away to then being a decision maker in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, those stories are great. It does happen, but there's also a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes in into that um, that people leave out in those. uh, 
Well, that and the amount of people that don't get to have that story because they just get looked over for whatever reason, right? Like that they're busting their butts at that job. And exactly. (laughs) Like, I I remember, um, or I'm sorry, that's not what I meant to say. When I was a kid, the idea that was like given to me from adults was like, work at a place for 30 years, retire. That's the dream or something, you know? And I never, never got behind that. But more than anything, the idea to me was like, you can do all of the things at that place that fit you, that fit the company that, you know what I mean? Like, you're just going to get to grow with a company. The more you learn, the more you get to bring to your job and then you get rewarded with a promotion and a raise, you know, like uh, that has never, ever, ever been my experience as a worker getting promoted for my actual great ideas or my, you know what I mean? Or bringing, bringing my knowledge to the table. Like there's a lot of people getting looked over that are still putting the carts away that should be doing the social media or that should be doing the so-and-so like that whole merit-based ladder situation is just a lie. It's just a lie. It's a myth. Upward mobility. Myth. That's the better way to say it. There we go. Upward mobility is a myth. I've read a little bit. So like we, I think, I think this is my experience, but I'm pretty sure it's common. We've all had more jobs than we've had promotions. Wait yep. a minute. Dang. Wait a minute. Bars again. Yuck. I hate that bar. <laughs> Zero out of five stars would not You're recommend very to good. live that bar. I don't want to live that bar anymore. <laughs> no, do not recommend. Yuck. But yes, you had correct. Jobs. You had jobs that even like, so maybe just when you first started or you interviewed for this job, you wanted this job because at some point you were like, no, I could get in here. Mm-hmm. And they be asking you where you see yourself in five years. I didn't see myself in the same position you was hiring me for. Look, and you told me that you wanted to know how I wanted to grow, and so I told you I want to be in this position in five years. And then I did all these things on the track to get there, and you was like, um, "Let me hire someone from Chicago." And you stopped taking notes right when I told you what I was trying to do because no. you ain't care. Fully quit <laughs> how does that started work? playing Candy Crush? Like Look, you wouldn't even. I've been here three years. You, you had the nerve to mention it's a job post. Oh, yeah. Hey, okay. Did you see this new job on the bulletin board? Yeah. And then we hired someone from Chicago, like you said. like Yeah. And and that's a, something more just said to point out, uh, like to highlight that of the guy pushing the cart should actually be running the social media because that's actually he has a skill set there. He yeah. didn't have the degree, though, right? He didn't have this right. paper that said that he did this thing, but he actually has skills there. And that's where a lot of that gets looked over or has traditionally. I feel like there's been a lot of changes in the way that some of these companies are starting to more so present your portfolio over present a degree. Yeah. Just show me that you can do the things. There's, I'm, I'm seeing that right more. But I think about this in many instances where you have a job title. So that's your expectation. But because of that job title, it kind of boxes you in. Because that's all they're looking for is how you can perform there, not taking into account how you deal with people or, again, the ideas that you're presenting that could be great for the marketing, that could be great for all these things that are not under your umbrella. So it gets written off as that's not your lane. Right. When actually that would be my lane. But you'll go to get the person from Chicago. 
And you know With what? a degree. Entry levy, no, entry no level. No Chicago. No hate no Chicago. Y'all. No, no hate no Chicago. You'll get no, a person do, from wherever to pull them we, in. Yeah, you we pull just them in based yeah. on I'm them having uh, some time, <laughs> some some time, or uh, a degree that says that they are skilled in this area with no experience. Yet you've been with this company. You know the ins and the outs of this company. Right. So you're mm. able to apply the information and the knowledge that you have from a, 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 a intimate standpoint. Right. Versus someone coming in, having to figure this out. Listen, and it'd be the companies that be talking the most about having a, a, a culture uh, and we boop. need to, we, you know, we, we've been doing these things and we have right. to, hire people within the culture that be looking at the people that have worked in there within the culture that have been a part of the culture and be like, Mm-mm, but not knowledge. you <laughs> institutional, institutional knowledge. There you yes. go. And it's an important go. thing, depending on where you are. Right. And depending on what the job is and that will get looked over so quick and fast. Or it gets used for free. Oh, and, oh, I, for the free. Oh, and this is the thing, because I take this into, oh, you know, trigger warning. How great you are. We wanted to give you a little bit more responsibility. Uh, Y'all know it, it was so many things of like my my old joints uh, where a location I used to work and thinking about how many things I did unrelated to my job. So like mm-hmm. I because it, like our IT guy, that was one hundred dollars to call him. And then going from there, but how many times the troubleshooting came to me and I've spent two hours at my $27, $28, whatever I was making at that point right? to put towards that because that's cheaper than making this phone call. But I wasn't getting you got a high none of them, none of the pennies, none of the panties. They they didn't give you a coin. Not not only that, but when they would actually call the IT guy, the IT guy would call me. Right. Right. Hey, I'm telling them, I know they don't know. I know you know what you're. Can we walk through this? We're on Google together. He's getting getting paid to instruct you. Like, what is happening here? And you're not. And you're now taking time from your job. I've actually helped him troubleshoot and problem solve. Like, it was my solution that got us to the the promised land. Right. So, So real quick. Uh, I know we, we kind of ran with it, but what, yeah. is Dick's, what is Dick's doing? What are they? What Thank you. Done? Thank you for bringing it back in. Uh, <laughs> normally, normally my job there. This uh, You know, <laughs> listen. So Dick's changed their minimum wage to nineteen dollars. Now Seattle has a fifteen dollar minimum wage uh, statewide. Uh, Washington. So big ups to Washington um, for having a fifteen dollar minimum wage. Still ten dollars too short, but um, mm. Dick's changing their minimum wage to nineteen dollars is legitimately proof that we have just been lied to and propagandized that raising the minimum wage means they have to raise the price of everything that they do, that that everything that the consumer is going to feel that so much that you won't even patronize that business anymore so that business will then go out of business because they can no longer afford to, to hire people and thanks They're, for making the distinction earlier that dicks is like a local small like small it's not like a major chain yeah i think they got right. three, major three units that, up there right and it's major chains that are propagating this lie absolutely you know, oh your big mm. mac is gonna go up it's the people making, 
so much money. <laughs> right. It's the it's the companies. I was about to say people, but it's the companies that are making the largest margins, right? That that are making so much money off of what their product is. They have the biggest problem with paying the people that do the actual work. So a local company, smaller mom and pop situations where you, I mean, three three restaurants is a big deal. If we owned, you know, three, three uh, restaurants, that'd be a lot to keep up with. <laughs> There's, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. Yeah. We have the, if, and you know, the, when the, when you're closer to things, you can feel it differently. So like, mm-hmm. that's another reason why these major um, ladders and separation of duties is on purpose so that the CEO doesn't even know what the yeah. what it takes to to clean, you know, the grease trap and all of that, because if they knew, they may feel differently about it. May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. May. You I said May. Uh-huh. I, I said I'm May. Just, I was just, <laughs> you know, amplifying that May. The I mean, because it definitely with the regional or the district manager that. Yeah. That, right. There's so many different levels in between it. And then and the way that they do it. And, and if you're in a place where they allow you to move up that ladder, right? If you're in a place that does that, they, you get a different level of propaganda about how different you are than you were when oh, you yeah. were that. So oh, now all of a sudden, you know, we got this class divide. Like, well, I'm a regional manager, so mm-hmm. I'm not a shift lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's this. But then oh, I don't, I'm not a store manager. I manage multiple stores. Thank one you very more, much. One more. Like, I'm coming to you and I want to talk to you about this problem because you're the shift lead. They're <laughs> in here. They're supposed to pay attention to what you're saying to you. It's like, yo. Oh. And they, and, that and then all the I mean, if, you, if you're not up for it, if you can't handle it, Ooh! I understand. But if you can't, just let us you know, know. You know, I mean, we can help. So all of a sudden you've gone from the dopest shift lead, the dopest store manager to the worst regional manager that anybody's ever had. Right. Because now you've disconnected. I don't even know what it takes to run a store anymore, but I know that you doing it wrong. Man, get my margins up or whatever it is that regional managers be yelling about. I don't know. Cost down productivity up money. Get us in the black. Get us in the black. Oh my goodness. So like labor, seriously, this this whole thing is a scam. Like everybody should be able to work one 40 hour a week job if they wanted to and live. This is why people sell cocaine. (laughs) Uh, I get it. I'm ready. I'm about to mute my mic. Go, sir. (laughs) I am. I am. I am ready for a blessing. I am ready to go to the Florida Keys. Mm-hmm. swimming <laughs> and bump into a package that got thrown over the edge of a boat during a search and seizure. Mm. And you know what I'm not going to do? Tell the media or the police because I keep seeing these no. people turning in goods and I'm like, Who I don't even know. I, you know how I talk often about it. I don't want to be in the middle of I don't want to be in any water that I can't touch my feet on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> right. But let me see <laughs> Let me see a stamped piece of plastic <laughs> with a with a spider web <laughs> or a scorpion. <laughs> I will turn into an Olympic swimmer 
<laughs> I got that, y'all. I got that. Y'all. I got it. No flow. Look, Flip pumping away. the floaties up. Like, right. <laughs> my <laughs> floaty me up. I'm in the water. I am in the water. I mean, so it crossed my mind just a couple of minutes ago thinking about McDonald's and how successful they are, right? Mm. Wouldn't it be crazy that they. There was a crack dealer that figured out that formula. I agree. Mm. No, sorry. But to be able they do to have the best Coke. <laughs> the mm. You are double entendre, baby. The correlation. Yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Okay. Sorry, okay. Ambush. Please continue. <laughs> but to have, have a spot like that, right? And they're being paid, like employees are being paid a lot of money because the company makes a lot of a money. A lot of like, money. But like, like, oh, yeah, I, I run the cash register, you know, 40 hours a week, making 45 an hour at this McDonald's. And, you know, you know like that wouldn't hurt. We're an incredibly well. successful franchise that's making millions of dollars a year. And so as a cashier, I make $45 an hour. Full bennies. Full bennies. Like that, that, it takes everything out of the way those workers are treated by customers, the way your customers are treated by workers. Like it changes the entire dynamic. And mm. wouldn't that ruin what capitalism is trying to do? Mm -hmm. Because if you knew that the person who's flipping your burger made right. more money than you, all of a sudden you you extra salty. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't understand why anything is going that way in your life because I use my brain at work, okay? I don't have to stand on my feet. And I'm only making $22 an hour. The, the whole thing is a scam. The whole situation is a scam. And the fact that your, your benefits are tied to your employment, scam, 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 scam. Imagine if you didn't have that. Imagine if you didn't have if you were able to have health care without a job because it's a, a, a right mm -hmm. <laughs> because you're a person on this earth and you should mm -hmm. be able to see a doctor when you need to. Yeah. <sighs> imagine if you could do that and imagine if your housing mm -hmm. didn't cost one of your whole checks. Oh, they about to take our pod off the air. <laughs> <laughs> they about to shut it down. Oh, Q and I about to get out of the field. <laughs> they, they coming for it. <laughs> you know what? And all them Q and on people is one check away from being houseless. So yeah. like <laughs> living in a mama basement. I'm cool. And talking down on someone that work at McDonald's. Like what I won't do. But only. But imagine, imagine that life. <laughs> imagine that life like i want the I, the, the world i want to live in looks like you get to see a doctor whether you have a job or not you get to live in a house whether you have a job or not right. because you're a human on a planet so that means with the resources with the resources, with the resources. again we just are just went through like this this week was all about the government's going to shut down. We're running out of money. There's no money. If we don't do this, y'all make the money. You created the concept. Money what? is completely F word fake. And mm. if you print it. <laughs> mm. Was the F word the F word or was the F word fake? F was <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> it was 
two F words back. We got you. Okay. So many F words. <laughs> Every F word. <laughs> <laughs> It's fake. So it's it's legit like they're just trying. And then, they, you know, of course, save the day by signing a bill that allows them to keep the government going and the money's going to whatever. It's like you're literally putting us in panic and peril for entertainment or for theater or for mm. your own. Enjoy- like you. I'm never going to wrap my mind around running out of money when you make the money. I'm not going to do it. I don't like any economist can come on the show and you can explain to me how that technically works. And I'm going to tell you, but in real life, it's fake. And so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Everything you're saying doesn't matter. Like, and this is where we are. So when you just live in a propagandized world where they tell you, you can't make a certain amount of money if you don't have certain skills or you don't have certain experience, uh, but you also have to do all these things. Like there's plenty of teens that don't have support from home, right? And if you're a teen and you have to work to live, I mean, not for like spending money or something, like if you're a teen and you have to work, that literally means you don't have the support system. You probably had some majorly traumatic things happen in your life, even if you don't recognize them as traumatic yet. Like we're, Everything you're at the biggest disadvantage. And we're like, here, you can have seven dollars an hour. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and you should thank us for giving you a job and access to health care. Now we're gonna talk to you all crazy. <laughs> Hella crazy. <laughs> talk to you all crazy and make you do all the worst things. That was not in your job description. I'm gonna do everything I can to exploit you. And you're gonna thank me. I'm, I'm gonna post your schedule for the week on Sunday. Ooh, on the wall. The wall, and they doing weird stuff now, like three weeks, three week schedules. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Overlap periods. What? That's a confusion. Who's doing that now? Wow. Right. Wow. Okay, so listeners, I'm going to tell you this: we don't have that much time left. We went way longer on one subject, but I know. Somebody is listening to this and they're going to walk away a whole lot smarter about labor and wages. <laughs> uh-huh. And and for the listeners that are catching this on the airways, this is why you come back after we start cursing. Yes. Or as the uh, youth say, cussing. We's going to cuss. We're going to be cussing up a storm. <laughs> So we have about six minutes and I want to hit two things. I want to hit one thing. (laughs) (laughs) And that one thing is we're in COVID. It's the second year of it. People are acting like it's no, they're tired of it. And so I don't want to do it anymore. So I'm just going to not do it anymore. And we're just going to go back to normal. And I Ran across an article today. This is my former profession. So it's a, you know, for me, Broadway, uh, Aladdin on Broadway had to cancel more of their shows because they have breakthrough COVID cases. What? Uh... Which made me immediately think this is on Broadway. These people are sitting. This isn't like a, you know, this is. And they never had no air really moving through there. The, the thing about New York specifically, 
every single one. Well, most of the uh, theaters are tiny. They're from forever ago. Right. Not a the whole new world. Part of the experience. The people were smaller. The people were shorter. Theater. Yeah. There's this idea. <laughs> the people that were short. They were. They were shorter yeah. and they were smaller. Like they, that's the, still hilarious. I know. The chairs don't. The chairs are just as old as the building. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. your shoulder to shoulder is what I was getting at because the mm-hmm. people this day and age are not, you know, Maybe using a hobby. McDonald's. We got the we eat McDonald's. We got things going on. Okay. So, <laughs> so when we decided we're just going to do large events again, we're just going to do it and we're going to tell people they have to be vaccinated dies, and they have to wear a mask. Dies. And if he dies, he dies. We'll be fine. We're just we'll be fine, but we're we're losing so much money because we're not making money, and we know that we could be making money, right? Well, now, so what do you do? What if you are a touring Broadway cast? What if you? What if you are like we? Tours have started again. Portland is it has one right now. Mm, And what happens if in the moment? (laughs) One minus six. Take away they, the flu, carry the COVID. Bang. There's only so many. Right. There's only so many understudies that are there. Disney there are only so it. many swings that can come in and do certain roles. So, what happens? You got to shut that down. So they're shutting it down for you know ten days in uh, New York. So that's no no performances. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. They're shutting the production down for the length. Of the of a quarantine, quarantine, basically, because the theater needs to. (laughs) No, because the people in the cast have COVID. But no, I'm saying like, like so, COVID has stopped moving through the cast now, and through the attendees because of the this this static ten days. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, it's like right. So when they reopen, whatever Tuesday they reopen, right? We're clear, guys. We're clear. Yes, exactly. That's my point. Like, so the real cost of going back to business is so much greater because what happens, especially in New York, you're you're uh, relying on tourism, right? Yeah, this is Mm -hmm. tourism dollars. These aren't people that live in New York that are hitting Broadway every day. So what happens? Those people can't go back and see the show. They got to get back to Iowa. They're bringing COVID from Kentucky. Right. And Kentucky COVID. COVID They hit different. They do. They do. do. It ain't like that. It's cornbread fed. (laughs) You got that cornbread fed COVID. You got the cornbread fed COVID. What strain is that? <laughs> what, what strain is that, sir? <laughs> that juicy strain. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to catch us in the second hour because uh, <laughs> more to come. More to come. So, gang bang. <laughs> Smoking that smoke. Oh, uh, so the fun half or uh, the unrefined half is my <laughs> favorite part because we about to cuss. Mm. C- cuss. Oh shit, motherfucker! God damn it! 
See what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Limit soldiers. That's what I'm talking about. None of the bleeps. None of the bleeps. No yeah, bleeps around this bitch. And, and that's exactly skinny skinny what we need. <laughs> Can you take that and just put it over and use that as our bleep from here on out? <laughs> Uh, anyway uh robert kelly Mm, bob kelly roberto now we've been following this story Mm. because uh it's important Mm -hmm. and i want to i want to just mention why it's so important because this has been a lot of our lifetimes uh his scandal Mm -hmm. (laughs) alone one person doing all the things Mm -hmm. uh throughout most of our life and Mm -hmm. it's important because the reason i believe that he has been able to continue to do this for so long is is it's a combination it's not just that he's a man Mm -hmm. certainly it's not just because he had money Mm-hmm. It's certainly not just because he was famous. Mm-hmm. It also has to do with who the victims are. Mm-hmm. And when the victims are black girls and black women, it's a, there's a different level of care mm-hmm. from society. Um, and, and that goes within the black community as well. Mm-hmm. Anti-blackness is rampant. Mm-hmm. And when when we add the uh, factor of girls or women into it, we know that uh, all of a sudden the girls are fast and the parents got something that they was trying to do. There's a lot of reasons why it's okay that he did what he did to a lot of people. And it's really I am non-carceral. I do not think that our current way of handling crime is the way to do it. Mm-hmm. But even with that, um, knowing that knowing that a, a group a, a jury found him guilty, and I know that they went they they went heavy on men in the jury trying to get men to be like. <laughs> What? This is no big deal. Because that's the point, right? There were seven men, five women. The point is to get people on the jury that you think will agree with you in one way or another. And the idea there is that men are not going to think that what he did was a thing. The funny thing there is that to me is that there's a lot of women that don't think that what he did was a thing and they could have went a whole different route. (laughs) But anyway, R. Kelly is found guilty on all charges in this particular case. Mm -hmm. There were nine charges uh, and we can go into the it being racketeering with what he was charged with and and, um, creating a criminal enterprise. Mm -hmm. And how um, there's a lot of people that are like, there are a lot of. I was just going to ask, work, and maybe that's what you're about to say next, but because it, it was racketeering and a criminal enterprise, there'd be other people. So did all, because all those people, or not all, but there were people who 
gave their statements in terms for to not. Is that why there's not other people being hit with that? Yes. Okay. So, so we can, yes. And let's just, maybe we'll just do that now. So racketeering is normally used in uh, mob cases. That's what they were created for. Um, And so you see it in the mob, you see it in uh, large drug trafficking. You see it sometimes in prostitution. Rarely though. Mm. In prostitution. Scam operations too. Oh yes, and yes, thank you. Scam operations as well. Um, and there's a lot of people out here saying that they had to do, you know, like the they had to create a scenario in order to charge him. And so it's fraudulent from the jump, kind of thing. And what I think folks, number one, need to understand is that sexual assault against women is not taken seriously enough, number one. And I don't just mean by the law. I mean by you, you know, like, and maybe not you, but us as a society, we do not take it seriously enough and we don't take what sexual assault is about seriously enough. So what we do is blame the victim as a society and say things like, what was she wearing? Was she doing drugs? Was she drinking? Did she make this decision? Blah, 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 blah. Right. Somehow that continues those, those uh, tropes or mm-hmm. fucked up things get put on children. When children do not, we know that your decision-making skills are not developed yet. Right. And so how we could put that on them to be like, they're the ones at fault in this moment, not the adult. <laughs> they're the ones they should have stopped that. Um, it says a lot and it speaks volumes about what we've been taught. It speaks volumes about the things that the unconscious biases that we have about women, about girls and how they're sexualized. And we just don't even talk about it. And the moment that we do, it's like, or say something like rape culture. It's like, this is bullshit. I don't want to hear it. Women get to go to work. They wear skirts. They do what they want, but they have bank accounts. Like they get to vote. There's equality. What's your fucking problem? Yeah. So, one thing I want to I want to read this little piece from the New York Times column about it that hits on all that piece. And it says uh, legal experts and people who study sexual abuse have also suggested that the race of most of our Kelly's or Mr. Kelly's accusers likely played a role. Experts say black women have historically been far more likely than white women to have their accusations about sexual misconduct distrusted or ignored. Our reality is that our society just does not view black women and girls as credible, said Kenyatta Barnes, uh. co-founder of the Mute R. Kelly campaign. We assume that 15-year-old black girls have the cognitive ability to manipulate a grown man. And some superstars have admitted that the race of the accuser shaped their perceptions in Mr. Kelly's case. I think that plays well, a huge factor. I could have just read that and I could have saved y'all from me stuttering through it. But yeah, that's it. <laughs> Sorry, Ambush, go ahead. I think that plays a huge factor. Um on the side of seeking justice for mm-hmm. women of color, victims of color. So, um, sure, uh, from the predator's standpoint, 
that is a, an advantage. Mm -hmm. um, I think it says a lot more, or there's something to be said with regards to just violence and uh, predatory behavior within communities. Mm -hmm. The familiar, familiarity of that within communities, within families, within church groups, within, you know, mm. just people that you are around, you feel safe, mm -hmm. you feel protected to do certain things, especially if you're at the top of the power dynamic. Mm. So if he were a white artist doing this to white women, but still was in the top of the power dynamic, we'd have a Harvey Weinstein situation. You, you know what I'm saying? Like there is something to be said about being able to just do whatever you want to people in the face of other people that really don't care. Mm. Just, they just don't, they just don't care. You know, like rape culture, accepting the use of that word, mm -hmm. it's it, like a lot of men view it as an indictment. Like, yeah, what are you talking about rape culture. I didn't rape anybody. Women are getting raped so many times right now, a minute. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, so if it ain't you, then okay. But, but you know somebody. It's happening, right? It, it's happening. So that's what we're talking about. The culture of that it, it exists, right? Um, yeah, man. Uh, the R. Kelly situation for me, it's like, and and not to be in any dismissive way. To me, it's beating a dead horse for me because I felt like I got tired of having the same conversation with people. Oh, anytime his name popped up and it'd be the same responses. Well, these girls are so fast and they knew what they were doing and da, 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 da. <laughs> like y'all are still saying the same things they were saying when Vibe magazine covered this. Like y'all still. All right, man. Let I'm gonna just let this play out. I can't. Or or can't people see. even writing it off because you you talked about earlier, Morgan, like women that are behind it, and how many women I've seen make this statement of like, I was talking to a person that you were being like manipulated at 15, 16 right. is what actually was happening. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I said that to a homie. Like he was like, first time I had sex was with my babysitter, and I was like ten, and I was like, I'm, I apologize to you. Like you were abused. You were. And this was in a text thread, and he was just you like, were molested. What I was like, no, today, if a, if your babysitter has sex with your ten year old son, what would right. you call that? Right. So stop trying to frame right. it in some way where like you was out there getting it cracking. No, but was, like, but that is that is that is the problem of toxic masculinity and patriarchy. Period. Yeah, and this yeah. is why can I keep saying on the show how it fucks men up just as much as it fucks women up because the idea <laughs> that a 10 year old little boy isn't a victim in that moment. He's that's a rite of passage. It's crazy. He out here killing it. Cause he, he fucked a 15 year old or a 18 year old or you know what I'm saying? Like or a paid prostitute by his father. Boosie. Oh, boozy. <clears throat> boozy man. Boozy man. That's it. Like you, yeah. you, you his managers, no. You don't want to you don't want to be, we can do the I don't want to be a victim and I don't want to be labeled a victim all we want to. But the truth of the matter is a 10 year old is not supposed to be having sexual relationships with anybody. At a 14 year old all. is not supposed to be having sexual relationships with grown men right. or women, either right. way, grown people. Right. Right. 
curiosity is one thing. Your age group is one thing right. within the, the scope of your actual life is one thing. But an adult coming into your situation and changing the frame. I mean, that, that completely reframes everything. Because that adult, that's not that adult's first time. That's not that adult's first sexual encounter. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a different situation. And that's an immediate abuse of power dynamic. Mm -hmm. And that's not just like us saying that because we're adults now. That's us understanding the dynamic that you wouldn't understand at 14. At all. You wouldn't understand that at 10. You don't know what a power dynamic is at 10. Right. Right. Then that point, you're still transitioning into trying to under trying to create an identity separate from your caretakers. Yeah. From the right. instructors. So that's where a lot of that is coming from of more like, ah, oh, I'm I'm mature. I I'm I can do this and mm-hmm. and yeah. and then you have the people that, you know, are dibbling and dabbling. Right. Knowing that. Yep. And taking we'll full advantage. Taking full advantage. That's predatory. Yeah. And I know that predatory. you know people don't love to hear that word, or they they're I like. I say this yearly. If you are thirty anything and she is teen anything, that's predatory, You're bro. Bugging. You're bugging. Out. Teen anything. I don't care. Eighteen, yeah. nineteen. It's yeah. predatory. Yeah. Like, and you and on purpose. <laughs> yes. No. Because no there's no there's no yeah, there's, there's nothing no, that unlocks from seventeen the night of being seventeen at eleven fifty eight, and then midnight hit, and all of a sudden you eighteen, and and there's no change in that. And and for people when they upper twenties and thirties and up, and that's what you're going after. I don't even understand the concept of having a conversation about much with a twenty five year old. I'm a fresh thirty seven. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? This is purely for insertion, if anything. We're yeah. not discussing life. Right. Right. So so if you're talking and you're trying to tell me that at 30 and up, you talking to an 18-year-old, 19-year-old because you guys vibe, <laughs> I will sock your whole you family doing? tree in the face. Like, <laughs> yeah. The whole tree. Here. Yeah, the whole tree. I'm not buying that story. That's not a thing. Yeah, did y'all see and then, uh, yeah. his godson uh, talking about, uh, you know, I just I just think it's funny. I just how. think it's funny how. What? That's how it started? <laughs> Pretty much. He oh, exactly. we know though, nothing good ever come after. I just think it's funny that. Yo, Nothing he, ever good comes after that. He basically was on some old, like, you know, the government railroaded him and uh, the music industry owes him, like, apparently the, the conspiracy that goes along with this particular prosecution okay. is that he is owed a billion dollars by the music industry. This is what his... He was about to buy NBC. And, and right? He's owed a billion dollars. And once he started asking about his money, mm. this is when the prosecution started. This mm, is kind of familiar. Might have heard this story. before. And then his, and then his uh, predatory, his OG. Mm-hmm. Bobby Robert's Johnson. OG predatory. Uh, <laughs> popped up. Pill mm-hmm. Cosby. 
mm. and doubled down, you know. They just, they just trying to ruin a black man's legacy. A successful rape. black man. Hillatory rape, rape himself. Hillatory rape himself. Man. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk to those Cosby supporters, though. What do you, what's up, what's up, what's About you, what? We should fist fight them. Yeah. Up, I ain't got no words. No words anymore. Just hands. Cause, yeah. Facts. Because listen, what has happened with Bill Cosby and him being let out and... It, <sighs> His situation was fucked up, and that's the reason that we continue to say that this justice system is not about justice, right? Mm-hmm. He admitted these things. Right. The fact that there is a statutory limit to rape, to sexual assault, if if we're gonna carceral, mm. <laughs> why the fuck are those things something that you could just be like, oh, that, that fell off my credit? Yeah. Does the damage oh, time out? Oh, that was a week. That was a week. Expire? It was a week past the. Nope. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. That Nobody right? Because murder, murder is a that doesn't have a statute of limitation. Never expires. Because that's something that affects through life. Not to say being robbed and things like that don't affect, but as far as taking, um, the idea is right. There's no way that being robbed is worse than being murdered. Right. right. Which you're taking a life, but you're taking taking a life with that. But raping someone, you are taking a very lot. They just don't happen to change. You not have to diff. They yeah. don't have to deal with it or yeah. not. They don't. They have to deal with that for the rest of their life. Right. Right. You're changing the course of the person. You, you're changing the course of their yeah. life. So, I, I mean, me personally, as I say all the time and I will say it on this platform, there is no statute of limitation with rape with me personally. Right. Yeah. Like personally. Yeah. Thank you. More men like that. And I and I mean that seriously. Not yeah, no, I'm, this like, isn't yeah, this I, I hee hee ha ha a lot. Yeah, That's like the there's I don't hee hee ha ha about. Like dudes, dudes, dudes. Let me just have a moment with y'all. You know one of your friends has raped somebody. It's it's just that simple. One in three women are raped. <laughs> So one of your friends has done some of that raping. <laughs> if you only add got two that, friends. Add to that. Mm-hmm. You may have raped someone and not considered it rape. Absolutely. Mm. Add to that. Coercion we haven't. Real, bro. Coercion mm-hmm. is a whole situation. And everybody has unpacking to do about that. That's right. Brilliant. Women have unpacking to do. Men have unpacking to do. This is this is way less about lock everybody up and way more about change the fucking culture right (laughs) change the fucking way that we look at it and instead of being defensive when you hear a term like sexual coercion instead of being defensive because you want the ability to be able to do that later (laughs) imagine that understand there's different fucking ways to have sex grow up grow the fuck up Front, back, side to side. And no one's indicting you for being 15 and trying to coerce somebody. And no one's indicting you for the 20 years ago when you were 21 and trying to figure out. Like This is this was literally a culture. It was. Oh, you were taught to do it. And women were taught to accept it in a way. Right. So this isn't even like a. 
And now I need to confront my rapist from the, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's not that you're not going to go to jail for that. What we want you to do is recognize you fucking did that shit and stop doing it. That's it. That's step one. That's it. Like recognize I've been there and oh shit. Okay. I can't do that anymore. Treat it like when you got caught stealing. (laughs) Or whatever the fuck it was that made you go, I'm not doing that one thing again. Treat it like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go and tell everybody that I have been sexual. I've been coercing everybody that I have sex. Like nobody's even asking me for that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not what it looks like. Changed fucking behavior is all we're looking for. Recognition of the wrong is what we're looking for. And if you can't get past hearing words, bro, you don't get to fuck. That's I mean, to me. Ooh. It's Ooh, that simple. You don't get the fuck. <laughs> That's a bumper sticker. <laughs> like that phrase is a bumper sticker. You don't get bad words. You don't get the fuck. Period. You don't. Period. Like, so when you have somebody like Bill Cosby, and this goes back to what we were saying earlier, like, pay attention who is agreeing with you. Like if Bill Cosby is on my side, I got questions. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> there is definitely some people I do not need you sponsoring. My nope. <laughs> I don't need that cosign. Your fucking nah. cosign. I don't need that cosign, bro. Uh-uh. Keep that, please. I'd like be the, pissed. Like the second you get a cosign from Cosby, it's like, ooh, uh, mm, I reject my last statement. Uh, right. Like I, I need because in real that. life, like I just want to, I just want everybody to remember. Bill Cosby went on a fucking comedy tour about pants on the ground where he was talking about black men sagging their mm-hmm. pants and being no, ain't you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. If you ain't a black man like me, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ain't this caliber of black man, then you out here making the rest of us look bad. If you ain't out here raping everybody. <laughs> Hello. Basically. Hello. Basically. That was the pull, undertone. Pull your, pull your pants up. Pull your slip pants up. So did you put your dick do it through the zipper. I was about to say. I was trying to say. So you can pull it through the zipper, like yeah. my dude. We are nuts. Yeah. You have like, literally spent your a, a good solid portion doing a bunch of anti-blackness and being like, I'm a different kind of black, and I'm I don't even agree with those kind of blacks. Yeah. <laughs> and R. Kelly is most certainly a pants on the ground type of ass nigga that he would have been talking about right in any other circumstance so the moment that all of a sudden he give two fucks about you you need to be wondering why the fuck he give two fucks about me because he agrees with your ability to control he agrees with your ability to have multiple women under a thumb it's a witch hunt I tell you yeah. That's, that's how these switch ones go. Mm. Just keep digging until they find mm. something. Mm. You know? They were both married men. <sighs> Man. They were both married men. To 15 raping years. women oh. while their wives were in the house. Mm. R. Kelly's wife is concerned about what this means for the ex-wife. legacy of her ex-wife. Is concerned about what this means for the legacy of her children. Of her children? Do her children rape? Okay, so your boy, Bruh. <laughs> her children. <laughs> Do your children rape? Are your children <laughs> out here raping? Like, 
Yeah. Why is his legacy their legacy? That's another. I, I hear. I hear that because if your daddy is snitch, you can't be running around here, like. So I get it. Like I, I'm just saying, I get it of but where that concern may. There's opportunity in this, though, right? May come from. There's opportunity in this. Mm-hmm. It's it's directly your daddy's legacy in this particular situation is directly yeah, yeah. tied to your legacy if you are yeah. currently defending him. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 you, if you stand okay. in opposition and you're like, oh no, nah, listen, listen, R. Kelly, yes, this is my father. He's a monster. Your legacy's intact. No one can like yeah. you're, you're you decided to be on the right side of history. The problem How old is, is his kids? Are they they're 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 old? up there now. Yeah, yeah. they're grown now. Yeah. Oh. Like, have they came know. out and said anything? Uh, not any, recently like- that I've seen. I, I remember after surviving R. Kelly, uh, his, one of his daughters had a few things to say with the ex-wife, uh, her mom. Um, she had a few things to say, and it was it, very vague and more like, right. whoa. You know what I mean? Like, oh. this is uh, to <laughs> me. This is a lot to process kind of thing. Okay. Um, I don't in any way, and maybe I'm, uh, you know, like I hear you can, uh, your daddy is snitch, and we got some questions about what you gonna do if you was, but like, I don't. I, I there's nothing in me in this moment, in this instance, that's like this shit might be genetic. Them kids is out there probably, right? You know what I mean? Like that's their yeah. their legacy isn't rapist to me. They are, their legacy isn't a oppressor to me. Like those kids don't have anything to do with. Yeah, they don't. I guess where I'm coming, it doesn't. They may not or they don't. Right. Right. But we still put on it. I hear where you're coming from with that. We're also taking away the part that where society is like it's it's all. I'm with you. I just think it's situational. Like, I don't get my I don't get my nobody thinks I'm great at basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like my dad's legacy is is but, uh, well because you grew the, up a, not right, doing the basketball. A, there so was a point though that people yeah. at least love doing the raping. Had, but no, but there was a point no. there where people at least had the expectation. Like yeah, well, that's more that's where is, I'm getting. Is, is she gonna is she gonna is she gonna play ball or not? Yeah, yeah. there's there's that piece. Are your piece. kids gonna do you that have, or not? Yes, you know what I'm saying. That's like, where there, I was there's a point from. where there there definitely there's validity yes. in that because again yeah i don't think that there's it's not valid i just think it's situational is all i'm saying i don't think that it goes to every uh parental child unit where you're like i'm gonna tie the parents to these kids i i don't think it happens for everything is all i'm saying well i mean nothing is i mean we know that like nothing is gonna be every but we're thinking in in general some of the general terms like even take it away from like craziness like that if your pops let's not even say a snitch your pops is like just he's known for being extra. He has a son. Oh, People yeah. are going to look to the son and, and they're going to put that on. Regardless if the son is going to be the square, turns out to be the squarest. It's still this idea of your daddy. In the, daddy back, in was, minds, in the back of their minds, when he ain't, he can flip. He might yeah, that's he that's there and that's put on him. <laughs> oh, oh no 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 no! And then if he does flip, then it's like, well, you know, you know, you know what you know what daddy right. is. Yeah. You know what you, daddy is. Both win this round. I can see. I can but like, see. But, but again, like going back to the the legacy. Like I, I remember feeling some type of way about Felicia Rashad and Debbie Allen and other prominent women that were defending Cosby. And to me, that affected their legacy. 
because mm. they're adjacent. Agree. And you Agree. sat there and you watch all this play <laughs> yeah. out, and now you're publicly like, it's about his legacy. What about yeah. yours? <laughs> <laughs> Inter- interrupt real quick to say. <laughs> The four of us, our family, we were watching videos. Sometimes we just play videos and just hang out and watch videos. And Drake, nice for what? Came on. And it played. And as soon as it was done, both of our kids were like, doesn't Felicia Rashad think that Bill Cosby is innocent? I don't need to see that video again. Mm. Boom. Number one, high five ambush. We doing a good job. Right. Number two, the fact that that was what stood out to them in a video where she's got, I don't know, 45 seconds. Right. And they were like, ooh. Uh, ooh. Right. So that's, that's, that's where you can't, as R. Kelly's ex-wife, as any of R. Kelly's kids, you can't come on a show sit under the lights and be on the mic and be like, whoa, this is a lot. No, you're, you're choosing to take this moment to soak up some 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 uh, some glamour, some celebrity. Yeah, You're using this moment to up okay. your brand because it's okay. crystal clear as it is to everyone else that's ever seen the very first video that came out on VHS. Mm. Your pops is guilty. So you Man. have an obligation yeah. to separate yourself from those actions every opportunity you get. Or you're cool with it, so then yeah, your kid's legacy is in jeopardy. Yeah, you, that's the choice y'all made. Cool. Yikes! <laughs> you know, another choice that people be making is to pick their phone up in the morning and say, "Grand Rising Queen." <laughs> <laughs> Ken, thank you very much. I'm glad we're on this subject. I know we're about to close up, but I'm I'm glad that you snuck that in because that one in the box next to you. She does this with the Grand Rising King. She does Grand this it's one of her faves. And then she just went, and you know what? I, 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 let me, let me, let me. Yeah, hey, you better, back. you better put some respect back. on my name. Hold on. Let me, let me dial it back. Let me dial it back. Because there are people that do send me Grand Rising that I'm totally fine with. There's a way that Morgan does it. Uh huh. Oh, wait a minute. This is going a different way than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> there's a way she was like, with respect on my name, I will double down. Uh, there's a way that she does it <laughs> in which she evokes uh, that Philadelphian, Hotepian, Nixellian. Nixellian. Like, I know what she's doing. I love her for it. It's hilarious. Ambush, you got to come back next week so that we can talk about Nig cells and hoteps. So that you just threw that in there, and everybody is going to be like, "Excuse me, bitch." Hey, and we're gonna have to. This is. A it's a I do feel like that's a thing. We just you just plan it now. Put it on your calendar. Yeah, coming back, we gonna open it up <laughs> from the rip. With the hotel in Nick sales. I'm going to come back to the second half. You don't get oh, that. Okay. I'll come back okay. to the second half. I'll come back to yeah. the second half. Yeah. We'll bring you in for the second half. I'll join y'all for the second half. <sighs> but Grand Rising, listeners. <laughs> Peace, God. <laughs> Peace, God. Yeah. Yeah. I got to turn my camera off. No, we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> the five percenters coming for us. <laughs>
This the one that's gonna go viral. We've been doing all this goodness. Five percent of Twitter. Oh, I'm trying to see what they be doing. <laughs> trying to see what they into. We out. I love this. Can we definitely do this again? We putting you on blast on air. Yeah, you gotta say yes now. It's in. It's in. I'm in. I'm okay. In. Locked and loaded. I, I, I hollered at my people already. They are. Mm. Oh, look at that. So then that means we got to run it back. That means y'all got to come on back and not just listen to that first hour. Y'all got to jump into the deep end with us. You got to stay the whole time. Yes, Lord. That's different than yes, God. You see that? It's way different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I got so many things I want to say, y'all. I know. Come back. (laughs) Come back. We're going to get ready to get ourselves up out of here yeah. this week. We want to thank our guest that will be a guest again because he already said it. Yeah, so yeah. we back in this thing. So 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 um, we got to come up with what that is when it's like we have guests that are like one and done. And then I could be like a correspondent or something mm. on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm. From the crates. I like this. From the Philly. From the crates. Oh, that's what it was. OK. Deep see, deep. look at this marketing <laughs> meeting happening right now. <laughs> I got that from Ken. <laughs> My birthday shout out. Philly Deep Crates. Mm. That was it. Philly yeah. Deep Crates. That was my play on Philly Cheesesteak. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yes. It was good. That, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, brother, for cho- joining Absolutely. us for this one. We're going to run it back for the listeners. We want to thank all y'all for listening. You follow us on the Instagrams. First off, check out Ambeezy, Scambeezy, Scambalands, all the things that I call the man. Mm-hmm. Scambeezy. And check out the numbers at the numbers with a Z, FM. Follow Please. us at Please. Unrefined Sophisticates. Follow me, Can, at I Technically Can. And follow Morgan at Portland Morgan. Make sure you like us, subscribe, and review wherever you listen. And tell a friend to tell a friend about us. Hey. What time is it? It's checkout time. Gotta go, gotta go. Yeah, man. It's checkout time. Gotta go, nigga, gotta go. Y'all know what time Come on, man, get your back.